The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, April 4th edition. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday of action. My goodness, Major League Baseball home run derby in full effect. The balls, the juice ball conversation should be a lot of fun this year because my goodness, balls were flying everywhere on Tuesday. And pitching, you know, we hit it with uh, Richards and uh, Godley and those guys were great. The others were okay. Verlander gave up a late homer. Kershaw, so on and so forth. We're not going to reminisce on everything that took place, but definitely some interesting action. Today, on your Wednesday, we had a six-game day slate and a five-game night slate. There's an early game, uh, like a 12-10 Eastern that's not on DraftKings, and there's like a 6-30-ish, 6-40 Eastern that's not on DraftKings, so... Two games not on the slate. You're going to have your first kind of weird set of lineups where you have some day games after night games. So you might see some interesting uh, value open up based on uh, subs and whatnot there. But uh, let's take a quick look at your weather in the New York, Tampa, and Philadelphia, New York Mets game. Uh, rain early on but dies off, so it might just be nothing to worry about at all or it could just be a late start. Either way, it should be okay. Uh, lots of wind today in games with domes. The wind's usually blowing out, but we might have the closed roofs. But New York, Tampa Bay, 20 miles an hour out to center field. Philadelphia and the Mets, 20 miles an hour out to right center. Kansas City, Detroit, two lefties on the mound. And the wind's blowing out to left left center at 27 miles an hour. Uh, you got Seattle at the Giants tonight. Wind blowing out at 16 miles an hour. And Texas at Oakland, wind blowing out at 10 so it's going to be a very uh, offensively sound environment for a lot of players out there. Quick look at your totals. Tampa Bay at the Yankees, total of eight. Royals, Tigers, eight and a half. Phillies, Mets, seven. Baltimore, uh, Houston, eight and a half. Dodgers, D-backs, eight and a half. Indians, Angels, seven. White Sox, Blue Jays, nine. Mariners, Giants, seven and a half. Cardinals, Brewers, nine. Rangers, A's, eight and a half. Rockies, Padres seven and a half so some really good environments to pick on and then we got some uh, aces on the slate but they're mainly on the early slate let's get at that six game early slate for you top priced arm Noah Syndergaard 11-6 
uh, at home against the Philadelphia Phillies, a team that will strike out. You got Thor coming off of six innings. He gave up four runs but struck out ten. Um, he gave up two long balls. This is a, a trend we're going to see with some of these guys. But still 26 DraftKings points going up against the Phillies. Uh, definitely in line for another good start here. So if you like Thor, no problem at all with him. Um, I'm not even going to get too deep into it. Thor is a really, really good play at home. Just remember wind blowing out in that one. So you might see a couple long balls here and there. Um, the Phillies have the lowest total at 321. Lefty's 206, righty's 286 off of Thor last year. So something to keep in mind there. Next up, you have Luis Severino at 11-3 at home against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, a team we know is going to strike out a ton. Montgomery threw well. Bullpen screwed it up. Um, Severino's in line for a really good start. Another guy that pitched much better at home than on the road last year. Kid almost struck out 30% of the batters he faced. Uh, he did everything great. Tampa Bay, second lowest total on the slate. Lefty's 287, righty's 243. So Severino, 300 bucks cheaper than Noah Syndergaard. In a great spot as well. Wind blowing out to right center in that one. Last but not least, Corey the Kluber, Klubot, 11,100 at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. The Angels' bats have been woke in the first two games against Tomlin and company. Uh, and well, Clevenger actually shut them down, my bad. Clevenger was great, struck out a handful. Tomlin got beat up last night. Shohei Otani, his first dong of the year. Uh, Kluber coming off eight innings, basically complete game loss. Gave up two runs, which was a two-run homer to Nelson Cruz in the first inning. Outside of that, nothing Eight strikeouts, 28.3 DraftKings points. He is always in play. So you got three guys up top in Syndergaard at 11-6, Severino at 11-3, Kluber at 11-1. You're going to want to probably pay for one unless you want to get really, really contrarian later, which is fine because with this many aces on the, on the docket, you're going to have to either really get crafty with your bats or get to pay down a pitching and pay up for these bats. It's, it's kind of the pick-your-poison rule. There, like last night, I told you I was going to make a, a Kershaw and Verlander lineup, and it worked out well. Like two guys disappointed. Otherwise, we would. It got me one twenty five, one thirty, just short of cashing because the cash line was insane last night. But uh, and Kershaw didn't do as much as he should have. So those are the breaks. But up top, up top, in those three, I go Severino one, Cindergard two, Kluber three. Um, in those matchups, but you can't go wrong with any of them. Kluber might be the lowest owned out of the three. Something to keep in mind on there. When you drop down a little more, you got a guy like Aaron Nola, 8,500 at the New York Mets. So going up against Syndergaard, a lot of people won't want to take a pitcher against an ace like that, but you got Aaron Nola. Now you got to hope Gabe Kapler pulls his head out of his rear end and throws him more than like 65 pitches. But he had five and a third, one earned three Ks against the Atlanta Braves. Looked absolutely outstanding. Picking up right where he left off last year. Um, he's a guy that strikes out over 20, almost 27% that he faced last year. 50% ground ball rate. The Mets team total is... Do, 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 can't be that high. Why am I... There it is. It's about 3.8. Lefty's 3.18. Righty's 2.70. We know that Mets lineup, it has an occasional thump, but nothing too terrifying. So Nola... Uh, we'll get overlooked in that matchup against Syndergaard. So if you want to be contrarian, a, a, a Nola at 8,500, definitely in play there. Just hoping Gabe Kapler isn't a complete moron. After Nola, you go Patrick Corbin, 7,300 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Dodgers. We saw Corbin look absolutely filthy. He got two solo shots and five and two-thirds, but he struck out eight for 24 DraftKings points in his first start. And that's the thing with Corbin. Corbin will give up runs from time to time. He's going to give up a handful of base runners. He's going to be a stressful start. 
Two things. He's 7300 bucks. You could match him with one of the guys up top and still be okay. That's a plus. You could match him with Nolan and be really contrarian. That's a plus. Um, and the Dodgers against lefties last year struck out almost 22 to 23% of the time, I believe. That's off the top of my head just from last year. But they were a, a good strikeout target against left-handed pitching. And we've seen them scuffle in a very, very small sample. It was given it was tie block. But they kind of picked up where they left off last year without guys like Justin Turner you're hoping Kiki Hernandez finds his, oh, I can crush lefty form. Logan Forsythe hasn't shown up at all yet this year. You do have guys like Matt Kemp and Yasiel Puig, yes. Um, Austin Barnes, yes. These are these are good bats, but they're not world beaters. Could Corbin get blown up? Yeah, the humidor hasn't done crap yet. The roof's been open. I talked about it with Mo on Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo, the uh, episode 58 we recorded last night, that the humidor, Justin Mason pointed out, it's averaging three homers a game right now. Last year, it averaged 2.6 in uh, Chase Field. So the ball's flying, but a lot of it, like I was saying all offseason, when the roof's open and it's still 85-plus outside, what are you going to do about the humidor? It has no effect, in my opinion. So we'll see. Long story short, I do like Corbin in this matchup. Dodgers team totals 4.3, lefties 278, righties 349. So Corbin could give you a rough one, but uh, I know we used him a lot last year, especially in day slates. Um, as a contrarian play, and he got the job done. So I'll, I'll gamble at 73 and see what we can get there. I will mention Ty Skaggs is 71, but I'm not going to be targeting Cleveland. Um, Grant Richards was great. If you want to go Skaggs at 71, you can. He looked outstanding against the A's his first start, um, going six and a third, three, three hits, five Ks, no earned. So you could go that route if you want. I don't hate it. He looked really, really good. I'm just trying to avoid Cleveland if I can, but he would be very contrarian on this slate. Another guy that's going to be ultra contrarian because it's a scary matchup at the Houston Astros. Never fun to face, but even Mike Wright kind of navigated the minefield. you got Dylan Bundy at 6700 bucks, coming off seven shutout innings and seven strikeouts in his debut. Uh, picking up right where he left off last year. Very, very good stuff. His pitch mix was definitely better than it's ever been. Uh, mixing in his, his sinker a lot more, which is good to see. will come in handy against you know power teams like that, try to keep it on the ground. I do like that approach a lot from Bundy. Striking out almost 22% of the faces. The Astros do have the second highest total on the slate at 4.8. Lefty's 328, righty's 290. So keep that in mind. It's very, very risky. It's 6700 bucks. It's kind of like that Garrett Richards play last night. You know how good this guy is. He's essentially the ace of a staff, and he's priced so cheap because of his competition. Garrett Richards got it done yesterday. He scared everybody in that first inning, but he kept plugging, 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 getting those strikeouts. Uh, Houston usually doesn't strike out a ton, so keep that in mind with Bundy. But a 6700 bucks GPP play could be very nice. Last but not least, you look at a guy like Derek Norris at 5400 bucks. He's a guy I hate. He's tilting because all the peripherals show that he's got good stuff, and someday it's going to hit. It just never seems to hit. Striking out about 19 guys he faces, gives up a lot of hard contact, but a lot of it's on the ground, um, or for the most about 40% on the ground, which is nice to see there. Um, and the, the reason I want to point him out, because A's 5400 bucks, the wind blowing out is terrifying, but he's facing a Royals team that's offense is dreadful. A team total of four, lefty's 387, righty's 347, so it's a, it's a gigantic crapshoot. Norris could be knocked out in the third inning. But we've seen how bad that offense is. Like a one nothing game yesterday. Um, at fifty four hundred bucks, could be a very interesting GPP dart in that one. Let's go over recap the pitching on the six game early slate. I got Severino, Cindergard, Kluber up top, Nola, Corbin in the middle, Bundy, Norris down below, 
That's where I'll be targeting on the mound. Let's check out your bats on this early slate. This is why you, if you don't want to pay up, it's okay because you got guys like Gary Sanchez at forty hundred bucks for Snell. I love Blake Snell. I'm not targeting them against the Yankees, especially in that ballpark. And Sanchez crushes left-handed pitching, so keep him in mind when you're breaking that down. If you want to save some cash at thirty-four hundred, James McCann hitting probably sixth or seventh in that Detroit Tigers lineup, crushing left-handed pitching. Well, crushing, but he does very good against left-handed pitching. He's facing Danny Duffy, who got blown up against the White Sox in the debut. Um, when you look at the Tigers, team total 4-4. Lefty's 199. We talked about this last time, but righty's 329 versus Danny Duffy. So James McCann at 34 is definitely in play. If you're fading Pat Corman and Austin Barnes at 32, could be a cheaper option for you to look at. A Jan Gomes or, or a Roberto Perez for Cleveland, whoever gets the start there. He's $3,000 versus Tyler Skaggs. Uh, the Cleveland team total is about 3.7. One of the lower ones on the slate. Another reason why Skaggs could be interesting. But last year, lefty's 317, righty's 345 off Skaggs. So get a cheap catcher at 3K in either Gomes or Perez for Cleveland. Other than that, you're going to have to wait for the lineups to come out. There will be value, obviously, that opens up down below. Just depends on who gets there. Remember, day game after night game, you might see a lot of backup catchers. That's where you can really sneak in some value. First base, you got Goldie versus a lefty at 48. Alex Wood's a good pitcher. Doesn't give up the long ball as much as you think. So keep that in mind. But uh, we will walk the game plan on that one as we go forward. But there are some other really good options in this matchup. Like a guy like our big boy, Miggy Cabrera, is off to a really good start. Back's looking fine. He's got, I believe, three doubles to go with the homer. Hitting really, really well. 50% hard contact to start the year. He's 4,600 versus Danny Duffy. So, Miggy, people I think are still scared off of him. Could be a really good play. A guy like Edwin Encarnacion, career-wise, has hit lefties extremely well. Give Tyler Skaggs at 45. I still like Miggy a lot there at the $4,600 spot. So, keep him in mind. Uh, the farther down you go, it depends on who you want to start you know, fading. Do you want to fade Noah Syndergaard and you go with a guy like Carlos Santana at 4,100? That's not somewhere I want to go, but we saw I gave up two solo shots in the opener, the wind blowing out. It's like the old days when you picked on Max Scherzer. You knew Max was going to throw great and strike out a bunch of guys, but he's going to give up a couple home runs. That's what he does. And maybe there's a couple guys on base. You got to play GPP strategy here. So Santana at 41 could be interesting. Not ideal, but interesting. Uh, the farther down you go, you can look at guys like Tyler Austin for the Yankees. He's thirty-four hundred bucks, right-handed bat. He has shown power in his minor league days. Um, going up against uh, Blake Snell, he's already got two homers on the year. Must have missed those somewhere. That's interesting. But um, going up against Blake Snell at thirty-four hundred could be an intriguing play there. A guy like Trey Mancini at thirty-three versus Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel is really good in his first start, but we know he can't give up some knocks. Lefty's 192, righty's 293, so Mancini at 34 or 3300 could be an interesting contrarian play there. Other than that, check your lineups. Like Louis Valbuena at 3K. I don't think you really want to be picking on the clue bot. Uh, one guy I didn't mention at catcher for the Tigers. He's first base catcher eligible. We know last year he played really well versus left-handed pitching, also is John Hicks. He's 2900 bucks. He could be another cheap catcher slash first baseman, depending on what you got. Second base, Altuve at 51 is always in play. Jose Ramirez went deep yesterday, so that was nice. 
Uh, you got a guy like Whip Merrifield who hits lefties really, really well. He's 4,100 for the Royals. This Royals-Detroit game can be a stacking monster. Um, not the highest total you'd imagine. It's 8.5, which is actually tied for the highest on the day slate. So, And with that weather, if that wind continues to blow out the way they're saying, could be quite interesting in that matchup. Um, a little farther down, you got Chris Taylor for the Dodgers. Second base outfield eligible versus Corbin at 4K. I do like Corbin, but I mentioned it, there is, it is risky. So if you're looking at uh, the Dodgers here, you got a total of 4.3. Lefties 278, righties 349 versus Patrick Corbin. So Chris Taylor at 4K could be in play. The farther down we go, you got like Chris Owings, 3,400 versus Alex Wood. Jonathan Scope, 33 versus Keiko. Um, is Drupal Cabrera, 3,300 versus Nola. If you're fading Nola, that's a way to go about it. Left-handed bats in good situations, which uh, as Drupal Cabrera is hitting towards the top of that order. Mets about 3.8 total. Righties, 270. Lefties, 318 off of Nola. So if you're going to pick on Nola, it's with lefties. So it's Drupal Cabrera, 33 could be in play. The farther down you look, you can try to find value. Like a Brad Miller, if Severino gets up a long ball, Miller 2,900 could be a nice contrarian play. He's got at least one this year already, so he's off to a decent start. Let's go to third base where we kick it off with Alex Bregman at 44. Not ideal, but he's there. I go down to a guy like Moustakis at 42. who started to hit lefties a little better last year. Manny Machado at 4,100. He's third base shortstop eligible versus Keuchel. That's a nice, cheap upside play. Definitely risky versus Keiko, but Machado, uh, that's pretty cheap for a, pow- a player of his caliber. Uh, another guy I like, he's for the Yankees, 3800 bucks. It sucks he gets to the bottom of the order, but that order's so, so loaded, what are you going to do? But Brandon Drury at 3600 bucks, he hits lefties very, very welcome against Blake Snell. I hate clicking on Blake Snell because he could be really good, but if he's not striking guys out, he's giving up too much contact to that lineup, so we got to keep an eye on that at 3600 Logan Forsythe, 32 versus Corbin. Mentioned him earlier. I like Tim Beckham for Baltimore. He's third base shortstop eligible. He's only 3,100 versus Keiko. So he brings some power to the lineup as well for super, super cheap. Orioles obviously priced down facing the Keiko. Other than that, uh, Miguel Andahar, 2,900 versus Blake Snell. Could be a nice value play as well if you're looking there with some upside. A lot of these bats against Blake Snell you can definitely afford. It's just... This whole slate's got some good pitching, so you're going to have to pick your poisons. Shortstop, Carlos Correa at 5K. You know, he screwed us two nights ago. He comes back, plays great last night, of course. Uh, Didi Gregorius, 45. He's been crushing it. I mentioned it yesterday. He had another bomb, and he's facing a lefty, and people get scared off. He hits lefties better than he hits righties. He's crushed his lefties. He's 4,500. I'll mention it every show we do. Francisco Lindor, 4,300 versus Skaggs. He's a switch hitter who crushes lefties as well. So those two shortstops very much in play. I mentioned Machado, third base shortstop eligible at 4,100. Uh, you go down farther, I got like Nick Ahmed is coming out smoking this year. He's 3,200 versus Alex Wood. He'll probably be a popular play at that price point, but definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Tim Beckham, 3,100. Talked about him already. A guy like Ahmed Rosario, 3,100 versus Aaron Nola. Could be worth a look down there in that price range. Other than that, see what lineups come out. And we're ahead of the outfield. We got Stanton struck out five times, I believe, yesterday. It was four for sure. It might have been five. 5400 bucks. Judge at 52. That was both in play. Uh, Mike Trout at 49 versus Kluber is quite interesting. Might be one of the few times. I told you, I always play Mike Trout. I'll think about it more against the Aces. And Kluber's a tough one, so he'll be super low on. Just put it that way. 
Castellanos at 4,800 versus Duffy is a great play. Very, very, very nice play there. A.J. Pollock at 47, not bad versus Wood. I don't mind that at all. Um, you go down farther, like a Yasiel Puig at 41 versus Corbin. Very much in play if you're not using Corbin. Puig does hit lefties extremely well. So someone to keep an eye on there. Chris Taylor at 4K versus Corbin as well. Talked about him. Jay Bruce, power upside at 4,000 versus Aaron Nola. Don't hate that at all. Adam Jones hit an absolute moonshot off of Verlander yesterday. He's 3,700 tonight versus Keuchel. Uh, Josh Reddick, who I told you, is a good play yesterday. I've told you the last couple days. He's 3,600 tonight versus Bundy. Um, Bundy's got the goods, but Reddick at 36, coming off the two-homer, including a grand slam game. Astros, 4-8 total. Lefties, 328. Righties, 290 off Bundy. If Bundy's off, Reddick at 36 could be really nice. The farther down we look, Matt Kemp, 34 versus Corbin's okay. Kiki Hernandez, 34 as well. And Chris Owings mentioned him at 34. All options in that game. Not great options, but options. Trey Mancini, 33, talked about him already. Brandon Nemo, averaging eight DraftKings points per game while he leads off right now. He's 3,300 versus uh, Nola. Could be an intriguing option there at that price point. Farther down we look, Odabel Herrera, 3,200. Nick Williams, 3,200 if you want to fade Syndergaard. Denard Spann, 3,100 versus Severino. Kevin Kiermeyer, 31 versus Severino, gets my attention just because that player and that price point don't match up. I, just, I know it's it's versus Severino. That's why the price tag's down, but someone to keep an eye on. Another guy like Jorge Soler and Mikey Motok. Those are two right-handed bats in the Detroit-Kansas City game. Motok going up against Duffy, Soler against Norris. You know, very streaky guys, but they do have that power upside of 3000 bucks in a matchup where we should see some offense. Farther down you look, you want to check your lineups. Uh, Otani's 2900 against Kluber, but he that price is going to start going up now that he's actually hitting the darn baseball. So keep an eye on your lineups there. See what you got. But with that being said, that wraps up our six-game early slate. Uh, I'll go over stacks and everything later and the BVP at the end. Or if you're recapping your pitching, Severino up top, center guard Kluber in that order. Then you got Nola and Corbin in the middle. And then Bundy and Daniel Norris down below. Lots of risky gameplay. Lots of things to keep an eye on in your early action. <clears throat> Sorry. Let's get into the evening slate. And as, before we do so, let me tell you about Draft. Go check them out on Draft.com or in your app store under Draft. It is a great, great uh, new way to play fantasy sports. There's head-to-head Three-man, six-man, ten-mans, all different things. They have baseball, basketball, football, hockey, golf. They have some really great stuff for the Masters starting on Thursday. Uh, baseball, I've been having a great time playing little six-man tournaments. Uh, you can play dream teams. You can play hitting only, pitching only, all kinds of different options. And the great part about it, if it's your first deposit and you use promo code SD Sports, you get entry into a free $3 tournament. So I highly recommend trying it out. It's a one of my favorite new apps uh, to play daily fantasy on. You draft your team, you walk away, you're done. They have late swap, which is very, very nice. Um, it's not like DraftKings where you can share players. It's literally you're in a snake draft. It's tons of fun. Drafts take less than five minutes. Um, I go in and I, every morning after I finish this, have some coffee. I pre-rank my players. So when I draft, it's just boom, 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 and we rock and roll. It's a lot of fun, so go check them out on Draft.com or on your uh, App Store under Draft. Enter promo code SD Sports for entry into a free $3 tournament, and I, I guarantee you're really liking it. If you don't like it, they'll refund you up to 100 bucks and they'll call it good. So go check them out. Use promo code SD Sports 
And uh, let me know how it goes. And if you want to play, hit me up. We'll have a little head-to-head or something. With that being said, let's check out your five-game evening slate, which is definitely not as juicy as the early slate when it comes to pitching. You know, Carlos Martinez, 10-2, good arm. But A, he struggles on the road, and B, he struggles versus left-handed pitching. So in that ball or batting, in that ballpark with some of those bats, he could be great. Not going there. Crazy ending, too, by the way. That's like Jack Flaherty would have been worth every penny, but that bullpen blew it. You got Johnny Cueto at 9600 bucks, coming off a great start against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Had a perfecto going into like the seventh when Chris Taylor broke it up with a little flopping Judy in the right field. But seven innings, five or four strikeouts, 23 DraftKings points. He was mixing up deliveries, mixing up pitches, all kinds of good stuff that night. Going up against the Mariners at 9600 bucks is in play. When you look at the Mariners, 316 total, lefties 351, righties 342. I'll quit a last year. Different Johnny right now, where he's all, he was injured a ton last year, not so much this year. After Cueto, you look at the his counterpart in that matchup in King Felix Hernandez facing on Giants team that um, kind of got off the schneid yesterday, but not great. I mean, Felix coming off an amazing opening day start against Cleveland, five and a third two. It's nowhere in four Ks, twenty one point six DraftKings points. Absolutely loves how he looked there. It is you know going to be a game by game basis with him. You'd never be surprised if he kind of gets beat up a bit. Uh, lefty's 363, righty's 317. It is the Giants lineup, so you, you do have some wiggle room there if you're King Felix. Um, would you be shocked if he gets blown up? No, but at $8,800 is in play against a bad Giants team today. Next up, you got John Gray, 8500 at the San Diego Padres. Absolutely love John Gray, ace of the Rockies staff. Really, really good stuff here. He struggled in Arizona in his first start. No sugarcoating that at all. He still got 4Ks and 4 innings. It's something that I do like to see. We'll face a Padres team that strikes out quite a bit. They have a total of 372. Lefties 302, righties 318 versus John Gray, who struck out over 24% he faced last year. Good ground ball rate limits hard contact. I like him a lot to rebound in this matchup. Uh, Arizona is like his kryptonite for some weird reason. It just he, They just get him down there. Going into San Diego could be just what the doctor orders. So Gray at 85 to me is underpriced tonight. He'll probably be chalk on this small slate, but I do like him quite a bit, especially in cash games. Next up, Sean Manaya, eighty-two hundred bucks. He's going to be a guy that you know we're going to probably see some hiccups with and monitor. But his stuff looks great. His velocity was up and down. He went seven and two-thirds innings, uh, locating stuff, mixing his off-speed pitches in very, very well. Seven Ks. He just gave up a solo shot. That's all he did. Twenty-seven um, DraftKings points and just a great start versus the Angels. We, we we documented it on other podcasts before that he had the issues with the the uh, ADD and improper medication and some other things going on last year that's supposed to all be good to go and he showed it with a great spring and even a great like late end of the season last year once they got that stuff figured out if uh this is a sign of thing a sign of things to come Manaya was a top end prospect for the a's at one point in time so 8200 against a texas team that sure has some power also has a lot of holes in that lineup a lot of holes in their swings so Manaya could rack up some more k's do really well at 8200 bucks um, you know, twenty over twenty percent K rate last year, and a Texas team with a team total of around four lefties two sixty two, righties three forty seven. So Manaya at eighty two could be in play on the short slate, like an, a Manaya Gray Manaya uh, Cueto type matchup could be very very nice. Down below, you got to get picky because there's really nothing that great after Manaya Aaron Sanchez. He's just too raw. I need some consistency there. That's just, it goes into last year. He just hasn't found it. 
I know the White Sox aren't great, great, but they can still explode. Uh, Doug Fister is one I will kind of look at at 6400 bucks just because he's so cheap. He can give up some runs, but facing an ace team that does strike out a lot. Um, somehow he shut down the Astros to one earned and five on four hits, three walks, three Ks for 15 points. I'd take that right now if you told me I could do that with the A's. And there's more K upside versus the A's. So that's something to look at with Doug Fister. Yes, the A's have a four and a half total. Lefty's 365, righty's 258. But Fister's that guy we used a lot last year. He's either really, really, really good or he got beat to crap. So what? it's a gamble you must take. The other gamble, if you're not using John Gray, you look at a guy like Clayton Richard, especially at home. I mentioned him last time. He was so cheap, and I loved how he, uh, you know, it all depends on if he's getting his calls or not. He was 5400 bucks last week. He's 5600 tonight. He got 17.6 points against the Brew Crew on seven innings, one earned, four Ks, and he had the 10 ground balls to four fly balls. I mentioned he's a big-time ground ball guy. If he's getting the ground ball working, he could sweep, mix in some strikeouts. He'll put a really, really good start together. The Rockies are terrifying. They've been hitting well, in Arizona. They hit pretty decent last night. Um, not a, Again, big ground ball, not a big strikeout guy. That's the only concern. With that price point, you have some wiggle room. And a 3.8 total is one of the lower ones on the night slate. Lefty's 2.96, righty's 3.77. So Richards at super cheap could be interesting. So the pitching I'm looking at on the light, late slate in this order of top, John Gray, Cueto, Manaya, King Felix, down below Fister and Clayton Richards. Not ideal in any way you look at it. Let's check out the bats and kick it off at the catcher's position. You got a guy like Yadi Molina at 3,900 versus Julius Chassin. Chassin making his first start in Milwaukee as a member of the Brew Crew. Cardinals bats have been alive and well. Lefty hit Chassin 338, righty's 266. I might knock Molina back a bit, but he's been playing great. He even stole a bag last night, so keep an eye on all of that. Uh, if you're not using Clayton Richards, uh, Chris Ionetta, 3,500, hits lefties really, really well. So that's an intriguing play in that Colorado lineup. The farther down you look, uh, Manny Pena's off to a decent start, but we want lefties versus Seymour, not righties, if we have our chance. This will be definitely a check your lineup. Like Robinson Chirinos at 2,800 versus Manaya could be in play. Bruce Maxwell at 27 versus Fister, I don't mind that at all. Uh, and check and see, maybe some other cheaper options will pop up tomorrow going over to first base you know Bray went 46 not bad um Justin Smoke at 4,500 bucks the guy continues to get it done night in and night out really really good option it's the bleeding to the highest total on the slate again at five facing Carson Fulmer a young arm in short short samples lefties hit over 300 against last year so Smoke at 45 definitely in play tonight Matt Olson at 42 versus Doug Fister very solid look as well a guy like Ian Desmond, who does hit lefties really well. He's off to a really, really hot start this year. He's first base outfield eligible. He's 4,000. It's tough fading bats against Clayton Richard just because if he's got the, the ground ball working, you're screwed anyways. But if it's not, you can tee off on him. And, and we're talking about a guy like Desmond. He had 23 points last night with a home run. He had 21 points two nights ago with another home run. So he's already got two homers on the year. A couple 20-plus point performances, which you like to see. Going up against a guy like Clayton Richards, Desmond at 4K is definitely on the radar. Eric Thames, we want lefty power against Carmart. Uh, he's 3900 bucks in that matchup. You got a guy like uh, uh, Matt Carpenter, 37 versus Julius Chassin. I already mentioned Cardinals have the second highest total on the evening slate, and lefty's 338 off Chassin. So I, I definitely like some Matt Carpenter at 3700 bucks. Definitely opens things up for you. If you're going to fade John Gray, Eric Hosmer at 34 is in play, but Brandon Belt at 33, 
Nice cheap option there against King Felix. Again, we said Felix looked good in his first start, but last year he did struggle left. He's hit 363 off of last season. So a guy like Brandon Belt at 3,300 could be worth a serious look. Maybe Ryan McMahon gets a start for Colorado. He hasn't really gotten a lot of action. He's first base, second base eligible. He's 3,100. Probably use him at second base if you had to save some cash, but he's there. Kendris Morales at 3K if he cracks the lineup. Also worth a look. Um, other than that, it should be about it. Maybe Ryan Rua with the lefty Manaya on the mound. Rua's only 2500 bucks. He's first base outfield eligible. Dirt cheap in that Texas lineup. Second base, LeMahieu at 44 is definitely in play versus Clayton Richards. I, I, You've got to expect a lot of these guys are good options versus Richards, but um, it is interesting to say the Rockies are priced so high and Richards is priced so low, but their totals, you know, let's see here. Two, 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 one, two. It's the third lowest on the night slate. Third lowest. I know there's only 10 teams, but third lowest, not bad. Lefty's 296, righty's 377 off Richard last year. So uh, keep an eye on that. LeMahieu at 44 is interesting. Robbie Cano at 42 if you want to be contrarian. Don't hate that at all. Juan Moncada at 4K versus uh, Aaron Sanchez. I do like that. When you're talking Aaron Sanchez, I kind of hinted around it, but he's a big ground ball guy. When he's not getting the ground ball, though, he gets teed off on. Teed off on big time. Uh, White Sox. Team totals around four. Lefties 299, righties 406. Big reverse splits there against Aaron Sanchez, making the guys like uh, Abreu and company even more impressive. Joe Panic hit his third homer of the year yesterday. He's 3800 bucks. Got Solarte's up to 3500 now, so that value is gone. Still a, cl- a cleanup hitter at 35 is not bad. Second base shortstop eligible. Uh, Jed Lowry at 33 still a very nice price tag there. I do like that. Quite a bit if you want to save some cash against Fister. Lowry's hitting in the middle of that A's order at 3300 bucks. If Fister is off, they'll blow up, and Lowry could definitely be a part of that train. Clayton Richard mentioned him at 3100 And then check your lineups from there and see what else pops up. Going over to third base, you got Arenado at 5K. Crushes everybody, including lefty, so that's a definitely really good-looking play there. Josh Donaldson at 46. He's on fire. Went deep again yesterday. He's got... Uh, was that back to yeah back to back games with home runs and three straight games and double digits and then the one before that he had nine so he's producing really really well at forty six hundred against the youngster, um, Fulmer. Matt Davidson at forty four is interesting. Travis Shaw at four K, nice play versus Martinez. Uh, Matt Chapman at thirty seven still a decent power upside there. Got a guy like Kyle Seager at thirty five hundred versus Johnny Cueto. I don't hate that at all, especially if Cueto's off. That's a, a nice nice value. Adrian Beltre is only 33 versus Manaya. I do like Manaya quite a bit, but if he struggles, Beltre, a guy that crushes lefties, you get him at 3300 bucks. does have some big-time upside. Uh, Yolmer Sanchez went deep yesterday for the White Sox. He's second base, third base eligible, 3K versus Aaron Sanchez. Nice value option there at uh, second or th- uh, third, so keep him in mind as well. Let's head over to shortstop. Timmy Anderson at 39 versus Sanchez. I mentioned the reverse splits. That could be a nice play. Paul DeYoung at 38, some nice upside there. So nobody is over 3,900 at shortstop, so you can definitely save some cash here. If you think this is one of the days Trevor Story runs into one, he's 3,700, so I don't hate it. Um, the farther down you look, you got guys like Freddie Galvis at 33, not bad value there. But Brandon Crawford at 29, definite upside there. Hope you guys played Chad Pender yesterday. I mentioned him versus lefties, good spot in the order. He batted second last night, and he went bananas for 21 points, two for four. Double and a homer. Not the most ideal spot tonight at 2900 bucks, but always the guy to keep an eye on in the right matchups. 
Let's head to the outfield and wrap it up. We got one of the hottest hitters in baseball, one of the most not talked about guys, Charlie Blackman. He's 5,300 bucks, averaging 16 DraftKings points per start. He had a four yesterday, but then 26, 28, 18 on a tear. 5,300 bucks versus a lefty. Most people won't look at him, so keep an eye on Blackman. Christian Yellick, he had the two out bottom of the ninth homer to tie it up at 4,600. Don't mind him as an interesting play tonight. Arzuna, 42 in a moonshot yesterday. I mentioned Ian Desmond at 4K. Tommy Pham at 39, still too cheap. 35 yesterday was a gift. He got 29 DraftKings points. I love him because he's got power. He went deep yesterday, 3 for 5, double homer, and he steals bases. Big, big night from Pham. He's 3,900, still nice value in that matchup. Farther down you go, you got guys like um, uh, Garcia, for the White Sox, Avisil Garcia at 3,700. Reverse splits of Sanchez could come into play there. Garcia went deep yesterday. A guy like D. Gordon, 3,700, swinging it really well and stealing bases early on against Cueto is intriguing. Uh, Nomar Mazzara, not so much versus the lefty. Mitch Hanniger at 3,500. It's tougher versus Cueto, but he's playing really well, and he had a big game for us yesterday. I love that matchup yesterday way more than today. Alfield sucks, to be brutally honest, but... A guy like Curtis Granderson at 3,200 against Fulmer is in play. Grandy had 19 points last night. And then another guy I played, and he's been red, red hot. Kevin PR, 3,200 bucks. He's hitting left, he's hitting right. He's hit 14 points last night. Here's his game locks for you 14, 11, 24, 5, 14. Four or five games in double digits. He's 3,200 bucks. I like Kevin PR a lot. Righties, lefties, doesn't matter. Um, 3,200 bucks. He's a good, good outfield option today. Other than that, it, it's really the outfield. This is pretty dreadful, dreadful stuff here in the outfield. Um, we'll have to check lineups and see what else comes out. Like Hunter Pence, 29 is okay. Maybe uh, Harrison Bader, who got called up for St. Louis. He cracks the lineup at 29, but still, it's righty-righty, so it's not as ideal. Yeah, check your lineups, see what pops up in these ones. But um, Dexter Fowler... Uh, at 3,300 for St. Louis. He's off to a slow start, but top of the order, lefty versus Chassin. Could be another nice start there as well. So keep an eye on all that action um, on this night's slate. So there you have it there. Uh, you might want to leave some cash on the table if you can because the, the bats are pretty going to be chalky, it looks like. So you might want to get creative with your bats. You're pitching for the late slate. It's Gray, Cueto, Manaya, Hernandez up top, and then Fister, Richard down below. So, an interesting five-game late slate. Six-game early is not too shabby. Hopefully, weather stays good for us there. Um, your stacks are pretty straightforward. Toronto uh, is really, really good. Yankees versus Snell, it's either going to be all or nothing. Cardinals versus Chassin looks nice. A's versus Fister is definitely in play. During your day slate, Tigers versus Duffy. And even uh, maybe sprinkle some Royals in versus the Tigers. I don't hate it. Uh, other than that, some really, really good pitching. So, keep an eye on that. Quick look over at your BVP um, on your action today. You got Gary Sanchez, three free of the double and two homers off Blake Snell. So when he hits him, he hits him well. So we kind of mentioned that earlier. Um, Tigers versus Duffy. Mikey Montuck talked about him. He's four free with two doubles and a triple. Victor Martinez, didn't mention him, but 15 for 39, two doubles, three homers. Someone to keep an eye on there. Like Nick Castellanos is taking him deep. Uh, some, some good Miguel Cabrera, three doubles. So there's definitely options there. Whip Merrifield versus Daniel Norris, four for nine with a triple and a homer. Alcides Escobar, eight for 16, double, triple, and a homer. Alex Gordon's even five for 10. Moustakas is taking him deep. Definite offensive chances in that matchup. 
No, we're not going there. Jose Altuve, small sample, but two for three of the double and a homer off Dylan Bundy. Colby Rasmus, three for six, two homers off Keuchel. Danny Valencia, eight for 22, two doubles, two homers off Keuchel. He's a could be an interesting play, but doubt he's in the lineup. A.J. Pollock, seven for 16, two doubles, two homers off Alex Wood. Paul Goldschmidt, six for 23 homers. Nick Ahmed and Jeff Mathis have both taken Alex Wood deep as well. Uh, Austin Barnes has taken Corbin deep. So has Puig, seven for 20, two doubles and a homer. Logan Forsyth, six for 13, two doubles. Justin Upton, five for 16, two doubles and three home runs off Kluber. So if you want to be contrarian, a guy that's got some history with him, there you go. Wow. Tyler Skaggs, Brandon Geyer, four for five, two homers. If Geyer does crack the lineup, he's like 2700 bucks. So keep an eye on that in that Cleveland game. Super, super cheap. Um, not much else yet. We're not targeting Pablo Sandoval. I don't care what his BVP says. We stay away from that. Uh, da, 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 da. D. Gordon, uh, he's got two stolen bases when he's faced Cueto, but nothing crazy. He's hitting like 250. Uh, Jed Lowry, 8 for 27, four doubles and a triple off Fister. Luke Roy and Matt Olson and Matt Joyce have all taken him deep. Uh, da, da, da. Elvis Andrus, 9 for 18, two doubles versus uh, Manaya. I mentioned Ryan Rua as a cheap option. He's 8 for 17 with a double versus Manaya, so keep him in mind at 2,500. Uh, Will Myers, he's banged up. He's day-to-day. He was out yesterday. If he plays today, 7 for 21, two doubles and a homer off John Gray. And then here's your your Rockies. Nolan Arenado, 10 for 16. That's a 625 average with a double, triple, and a homer off Clayton Richards. Chris Iannetta mentioned him hitting 353. Six for 17, two doubles, two homers. Trevor Story's taking him deep. Desmond's taking him deep twice. Hitting eight for 26 with two homers. Gerardo Parra's even eight for 22. So, yeah, they kind of like him. So there you have it, your Wednesday quick hits in the book, April 4th edition. Hit us up at thesportsdgens, thesportsdgens.com. Uh, the Slack chat, the SD Slack chat. If you want an invite, let me know. Otherwise, hit me up. I'll try to help you where I can. I'm busy during the day, but I'll do what I can to help. Around the bases with the Bubble and Mo episode 58 dropped last night. Another good stuff recap in the opening weekend. That show's really getting going. I like that a lot. Uh, Bench with Bubba with Brent Chester, episode 84 from Baseball HQ. Recapping some hot and cold starts over the weekend. Go check that out. And a ton more going on UFC this weekend. The Masters starts tomorrow. We got Jesse with his preview. We'll have the OAD picks out later. We got Gianni joining the club with his prop bets. We got the always pressing DFS pod. Tons to like there. So go check it all out. Good luck on your six game early, five game late slate. Go check out draft.com, promo code SD Sports, and we'll catch you guys later.